Hello and welcome to the Expression series of podcasts as part of the Scottish Mental Health Arts and Film Festival with me, Nicole Bell. This series examines different forms of artistic expression and the contribution they make to the representation and discussion of mental health. Today we'll be examining comedy and its role as a platform for discussing and improving mental health. I'm joined by two comedians, Michael Grief from Fife and Hannah Rogers from the US. Both are part of improv comedy troupe Blind Marth, who've just returned from an extremely successful run at the Edinburgh Fringe, congratulations, and who, on top of improv, have both gone on to perform sketches and stand-up. Thank you both for joining us. The first thing I want to ask you today is how you got into comedy in the first place. Um, I first got into comedy when, well essentially what was happening was having a really bad day and found out that there was a improv comedy workshop going on. And I sort of was just in the right place at the right time and went along and had a great couple of hours. Then the next week I got an email from the same group, Blind Mirth, and they were having another workshop. And I, again, was in the right place, right time, was having a bad day, thought I might as well go. It'll cheer me up. And I went to the next workshop. And if you repeat that for about three stages of auditions, I ended (laughs) up in a group with matching jackets and then went on to do sketch and stand up. So... A series of small accidents led me into comedy, I suppose is the way to say it. <laughs> uh, I actually had a background in musical theatre, and um, it, in like scrolling through emails for uh, sort of artistic opportunities, I happened to get an invite to uh, give improv a try, and I was like, well, you know, why not? And it turned out to be a series of workshops when uh, where I decided to audition the following year out of just a complete accident as well. Um, I was I was required to audition for something uh, in a class, and I was just like, oh, why not? I've, I've already done their workshops, and I got in, um, and that was that was my first troupe. Now I'm now in Blind Mirth, um, with the matching jackets, uh, but that that was how uh, it was also also oddly uh, enough small accidents. I'm really sad you didn't come today in matching jackets. That would have been nice. <laughs> we should have coordinated. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, hey, but what? We, we are wearing matching jackets. But we did bring our, we did bring our matching musical bow ties. Yes. <laughs> But there's too high pitch for humans to hear. Yeah. Now that explains <laughs> <laughs> musical dog bow ties. <laughs> so now that we've covered kind of how you got into comedy, I'd like to ask you about how your involvement in comedy has improved or what it's done for your own mental health. Um, God, it's really helped. <laughs> Especially with be improv being the kind of first comedy that I ever did and being the thing that I've done most improv is all about teaching you to accept whatever happens and run with it the whole motto of the entire thing is yes and mm. so it's about whatever your scene partner does on stage you accept it and you take it and you go yes that's great that's brilliant let's go with it so that philosophy over time slowly I think seeps into your life a little bit and has definitely made me someone who worries less and thinks about things less. And um, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, actually, thinking about <laughs> things like that. Um, I worry about things less. I mull, over thing, mull things over less. Yeah. It's more of a, I feel it and go with it. I think I always found um, like performing arts in general to be quite soothing. Um, like the, the ability to be you know, yourself in one moment and then you know, take the stage and become someone else, I always found was... Um, was was quite relaxing. Um, I, I mean, stressful to a point, obviously. But uh, but um, with my old troupe, especially, I, I know we always used to work on um, a concept of making your scene partner look good. So your role on stage was not to make jokes or was not to be funny, but to make your scene partner funny. And the best improvisers in that group 
were people who you know, you could you could walk on stage as a dog walker and they could make you feel like the funniest person in the world. Mm-hmm. And that was that was something that was um that was really, really unique to like the be- the best of them. And I think that that kind of sort of seeped into my everyday life and and the way that I deal with my own mental health and the way that I deal with other people is is you know trying to make obviously you know trying trying to make you know people around you feel better is is a good task um <laughs> to bring upon yourself but also just learning to trust someone in a mm. scene just learning to rely on somebody you know if you come in with a mistake um having that person be like okay well you know what we're going to roll with it we're going to make something positive out of that um and being able to rely on people around you to help you do that mm. um is i think it, it just absolutely invaluable for for not just comedy but like life and i think that's something as well like when everyone on stage is trusting each other and kind of vibing yeah. like that it, the audience really feel it and they kind of get pulled into that vibe and it makes everyone in the room feel better and when they're having a good time you feel better and when you feel better they're having a better time and it just sort of a massive feedback loop but when it's working it goes so well yeah 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 and just it's the biggest rush of endorphins and the the idea that really with good improv nothing you do can really truly mess something up like like if you come in and, and you like do make a legitimate mistake um, the, if the audience is, is there with you, they're sort of, you know, on, on the ride, um, and, and your scene partner's like, oh, yeah, 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 all right, well, that's part of the, that's part of the story now, then that becomes part of the joke. Mm. So, so taking that, taking that in your own mental health, you, you, you make, you make mistakes, but, you know, making it part of the joke, making it, you know, being able to keep it as it is, instead of kind of, like, pushing it to the side, because you, you can't, you obviously can't do that in front of the audience, no. you know? <laughs> you'd be like, oh, take two, like, no, like, that, that's not the way improv works. Um. And even for like like outside of improv, when you're talking about sketch and stand up, it's really nice to like take the time to sit and construct these shapes of jokes and work towards these things and play with timing and quite everything you're doing and really honing the ideas to then take that to an audience and they laugh at it. Hopefully, that's the biggest <laughs> yeah, thing. <laughs> it's a feeling like no other to spend a long time working on a single laugh, but then getting the laugh. Um. It's like there there are two sides of a very similar coin. Yeah. No, wait, there's the same coin. The same, yeah, not two sides of different coins. Yeah. That would be another story altogether. <laughs> that's just two coins. Just, yeah. <laughs> I guess as well, feeling like you have a key into other people's positive well-being when you kind of oh, oh yeah inform other people there's always there's always like um you know you you can do a you can do a show um you or a, or a stand up or a sketch and you can finish that that thing and be like oh man like that was horrible oh i didn't feel good about that at all and then have somebody come and be like i was having a really terrible day and i saw that and it made me laugh mm. and that made my day so much better and suddenly like even though you feel like you know you're putting it in on yourself that the show was bad and you're blaming yourself for, you know, the, the show not, or the sketch not going the way that you wanted it to, knowing that you made someone's day is, is very validating. Like, mm. it's, it kind of almost brings you out of a hole or a slump if you're in one. Mm. Um, and also in terms of having that hand in other people's mental health, um, because comedy is so much about kind of putting this funny thought in somebody else's head yeah. and making them feel the same thing for a moment, Yeah, it sort of bridges that gap between you and other people in a way that, when if you're in Hamlet and you're doing to be or not to be, um, this Don Patterson has a aphorism and it's the silence of the um, unbearably moved and the terminably bored are indistinguishable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, really, no. <laughs> um, in comedy, you just get this sudden moment of like, no, they get it and I get it, and everyone in the room is on the same page here, and it's brilliant. <laughs> Nobody holds their breath with laughter. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, like, like you know immediately when it's going well. <laughs> you know you're doing really well if they cannot breathe. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
So now that we've spoken about the relationship between comedy and mental health for you both personally, what do you think the wider implications are of comedy and, and mental health? Um, well, comedy is a, well, a great thing for discussing mental health in a lot of ways because it allows you to get closer to it in a way that you can't with more serious quote-unquote stuff because you don't people don't have these barriers up with comedy there's a lot of intimidation when it comes to just sitting down and having a serious talk about something you know as personal as one's mental health um and and that's something that i think i think comedy is i think comedy is good at at battling fear at all in all ranges it Mm. it can battle stigma against you know things like like mental health it can battle you know terrorism like it's the kind of thing like the only the only power that something has is is when you are afraid of it Mm. and and i think one of the worst things that we can do with mental health is is almost take it too seriously um, what that does is it, people who have mental health problems then feel almost um, I don't know, almost shut out from a world that, that's almost expecting them to come at it from a very, very specific angle, but allowing them to open it up and to make it something that they themselves don't necessarily find, need to find, you know, life ruining. Mm. Like there, there is something to be said about, you know, being able to laugh at one's, at one's own problems. And I know people, people say that that's, you know, a really great quality to have is being able to laugh at your own mistakes. Um, but, but to be able to laugh at your own mental health problems is, is I, I would say, probably even more valuable. Would you say I think it's like a context thing, whereas a lot of comedy a lot of comedy comes from taking something and putting it in another context. By yeah, taking yeah. this very hard thing to deal with and to speak yeah. about and taking it into a context where it's not as difficult. It's, it can be yeah, complex, yeah. but it's not as difficult and it's not feared and stigmatized in the same way by taking it into that context you then change the thing itself and it means when you take it back to the more serious side there's a more doors open there are more yeah, ways yeah of there's, there's a lot more of, a, of an understanding you know you, you take it from your from your head and you put it into real life and people who've never experienced anything like that before you know they find themselves laughing but also because they've had that moment that you were talking about like where everybody's thinking on the same page because they've experienced what that's like you know they're never going to look at that the same again they've mm. they've they've almost had an epiphany along with you mm. um and that's that i mean that's that's invaluable you know you don't you don't get that from from you know reading reading a book about you know various kinds of problems <laughs> well, like I, I think i suppose this is where the kind of because sketch and stand-up you get to sit down and think about it and plan it out yeah. i think that's where it comes in because you get to really decide how these things are shaped whereas in improv the fun is i think more escapist it's more about (laughs) escaping your own mind going into somewhere else creating something in the moment and sharing it with other people with something that you're writing down you get this chance to really decide how you're going to make this thing look and then share that and they both kind of have a have a have good points yeah yeah yeah. but they do slightly different things i think in terms of discussing issues yeah like with with comedy and or with uh, with stand-up comedy and um and sketch comedy it's almost like the audience is is following like a brainwave while whereas with improv they're much more part of the creation process um and in in that sense you know being part of the creation process versus um versus uh sort of just being along for the ride is is they they almost reach reach the mental wavelength at different times. Mm. Um, it's really hard, you know, when somebody's so focused on, you know, doing doing a scene or doing a uh, creating a um, a character or something in improv. It, it's it's much different to get people online with a uh, with a method of thinking, uh, more along with I guess the joke. I'm yeah. trying to trying to trying to put into words what I'm trying to get to. <laughs> that's, that's, uh... In the way that like when you're writing something down, you can make the kind of thought processes of yeah, a mental health 
you can see ahead of time where people's thoughts are going to follow. Yeah. Um, whereas with improv, you you just kind of it just kind of happens. <laughs> um, and and some and sometimes it's relevant and sometimes it's not. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And with sort of on that note of like thinking about where other people's thoughts are going to go as you do a routine or yeah. as you do a sketch, it's really interesting because as a person writing that down and as as somebody performing that, you then get to. I think it forces you to look at things through other people's eyes as well, which does yeah. that sort of bridging minds thing. Yeah. It's a big thing with comedy in a way that... Oh, yeah. Because people put their barriers down when they laugh. They don't have this, like, oh, I'm I'm not, I'm going to look stupid or I'm going to... Like, I don't want to think it's also, this. Or... It's also, like, a contagious thing because I think people put their barriers down when other people laugh. Like, there's, there's so much to be said about, you know, seeing a funny play in an audience where no one is laughing. Yes. And seeing a funny play <laughs> in an audience where everyone is laughing. And, or you know, seeing an unfunny play in an audience <laughs> where everyone's laughing is way more <laughs> it's fun. So, way better. Oh, it's so much better. No, exactly, though. And I think, and I think that, um, you know, as somebody... You know, who does who does comedy? You know, it, that that means a lot for the for the comedian who potentially does mental health. Your your barriers, your your insecurities come crashing down when you, when you're bringing joy to the lives of others. Mm. And you know, in in watching, you know, in watching people people laugh at things that you are that you are saying to be funny. You know, you're not only is your goal being realized, but you're also feeling like, oh my gosh, these people are connecting with me yeah. in a way that maybe nobody has before. So it kind of reduces feelings of isolation oh yeah issues yeah that might also help the the fact that a lot of comedy happens in pubs as well (laughs) (laughs) all the barriers are done nothing is left remaining (laughs) so what about the difference between when you're performing a stand-up routine and when you're performing as part of your improv group in terms of the difference mentally of that experience of knowing you're up there on your own or knowing you have your friends or your kind of co-performers there to support you stand-up is the most terrifying thing until you have had one laugh yes when, yes, when, yes from, the, from the walk up to the microphone and standing there and doing the first little bit is the worst thing in the world as soon as they laugh and yep. you kind of write start writing that wave it's fine for me improv i almost don't think about going on stage with improv i just kind of run on stage with lots of friends behind me and just see what happens it's, it's a go for it mentality. yeah 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 it's almost like um and i'm, I'm not as i'm not as ex- experienced as mike so like he, he's probably he's probably out of the <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. don't <laughs> let that go to your head <laughs> he's probably he's, he's probably out of the uh, out of the anxiety thing like i do still get some anxiety about about going on stage and performing and i I'll, I'll probably get that for the rest of my life but there is there is something to be said though about you know in in a stand-up routine we are kind of like okay I have these jokes. These are the moments where I am expecting to get a laugh. <laughs> like, it's, it's so terrifying, especially because if you get to your first moment and there's nothing, then you're like, oh no, what have I done? At least but in with, improv, you're not expecting anything. No, 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 no. With, with improv, the audience, you know, the, especially people who've seen improv before, you know, the audience are coming in with this sort of thought of, well, this could be great, but this also could be really, really bad. So <laughs> but it's, it's entirely pressure. made up. Yeah, it's not like we thought it was good before we said it. Like, <laughs> we had no idea what was coming out. I find that interesting, your point about being like nervous before shows. Yeah. I, think that, um, I think there are definitely two types of people that I've met who do improv comedy. <laughs> there are the people who are naturally sort of yes and go for it, see what happens kind of people, and they gravitate towards improv because that's just how they think. And then there are people who are natural warriors and are very anxious people who need the counterbalance yeah, yeah, to no, like, no, yeah. like get out of that for a bit and sort of train them in the other direction to pull them into a. And and that's what that's why I'm actually really thankful that I was I was 
brought in in, in Happy Gas, my old troupe, because their their method of you know you are on the stage for your scene partner, um, sort of almost almost kind of whacked the uh, the anticipation and the anxiety out of me. Because <laughs> if you're on stage with somebody and you know and they give you a look like uh, you know you can't look you can't look back at them with the same oh no kind of feeling because then you then you ruin it. You know it, it's it makes you feel more spontaneous, mm. and I think that's one of I think that's I think that does wonders. I mean that I'm I'm not as anxious as when I first began. It 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 gives you it gives you confidence that I don't think that stand up does because stand stand up is something that gives you validation. Mm. Um, you come in with these sort of set things that you're like this is funny this might be funny I hope this is funny this this is gonna this is gonna knock them out of their seats um, you know and then, <laughs> you hope <laughs> you hope yeah no exactly and then when this happens like when that when that happens you're like oh yeah okay that worked that that was fine but. But improv, um, improv, you just kind of go in and you're like, I don't know what's going to happen, but gee, I sure hope it's funny. <laughs> and and then when people laugh, it's it's almost, I think it's so much more rewarding. Um, you Only because you've, you've gotten there without any anticipation of what might be funny. <laughs> Stand-up does have that thing, though, as well, where because you've made it and because you have worked on it is that getting to share that is, even if it doesn't oh, yeah. end up playing, oh, yeah. because it is a craft, because it yeah. is something that you hone in it still gives you that sense of like it's a different kind of creative they are much different art forms oh yeah i mean they're they're both comedy but they're so different in the way that you go about them and and the way that you approach them um i feel like i suppose both of them are essentially just about going with the ideas that take you because even if you have a routine and you're up on stage there is still that thing where you Reading can ride the, the wave a bit, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and that's like you can you can tell when an audience gets a joke. Like you can you can sit there, and, and even if even if the people on stage have realized that there has suddenly become a joke, <laughs> um, even whether it was intentional or not, suddenly there is a joke. You can you can watch it happen through the audience, where maybe there's a pause, and then ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like yeah, it's so like there's off, there's definitely something about that there. And as and as a stand up comedian, there's. I mean, something to be said about people who can read that wave yeah. through the audience and know how to approach the next, you know, the rest of their of their set. I think that's one of the, actually the biggest things with comedy is that because it is so inherently about making everyone in the room mm. do the same mental leap at the same time is that you actually, it teaches you a lot about how other people think and how it's different from the way you think. Because if you go, I would get this joke with X, Y, and Z information, but that audience actually laughed more if you only do X and Y. Yeah. Then you go like, oh, cool, I don't need to do this, but I can make it quicker, funnier. And they, you sort of put together the, this picture of the general mind in a way that you don't, I think. And as far things. as is making it a platform, like that's, I think that's, that's part of it. Is is that suddenly you're um like you're trying to make it this universal language um uh. and and of course you know in comedy will never be entirely universal there's all there's so many different ways of coming at things that make different people laugh but all sometimes all, it's culturally specified as well oh, oh no absolutely so yeah. yeah but but being able to be up there and, and deliver a joke that maybe gets you know 90 95 percent of the people to laugh suddenly that's 95 percent of the people who are rallying for you who are on your side who are who are you're there they're, they've made a connection for you and and sometimes you know the other five will be like oh i got it but you know but, it's mostly just a big ego boost, isn't it? Yeah, no, no, I mean, yeah. not at all. Not at no, all. No, 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 no. We, we are the, we the... are humble comedians, Michael. It's no, well, only no, but... an ego boost if you're good. No, it's not an ego boost if you're not. No, but comedy doesn't work if it's just an ego boost. Because if it's an ego boost, it should like you need 
to be on the same level as yeah, everyone yeah, else yeah. or else you're speaking down and you're people, lecturing and it doesn't work people like people who people who claim you know well well my set was great but the audience just didn't get it are, are in my opinion <laughs> not necessarily the best well, that's not how comedy works no no it, comedy comedy is something that should be understood by everyone you are doing it for the sake of your audience you are doing it for the sake of like of the people who are who are watching or who are listening or who are there to build the scene with you and then by an extension you are there for you yeah it, it's it's not a i'm here for me and therefore you must laugh like I that mean, that's not the way it works nobody wants to do a stand-up set in an empty room right like, no, yeah, no exactly exactly you it's it's only it's only validating if you've already sort of been validated by the audience yeah. like, <laughs> and we have not very much time left at all are there any final thoughts you want to give no um, go see some comedy it's good for you <laughs> go do some comedy it's better for you <laughs> smack themselves are actually doing some comedy shows so there is some comedy on during the festival so would definitely advise people to go along to that especially after the advertisement from you two <laughs> so thank you very much for joining us and goodbye if this podcast has inspired you to engage with comedy a workshop run by universal comedy will be running as part of the scottish mental health arts and film festival This will take place on Tuesday the 20th of October in Paisley Arts Centre. Do check our website for further information. We hope to see you there.